All right, welcome back to the show. It's me, Hugh, Liquid Lunch, thatchannel.com. And I've got a new co-host just joining me right now, Karen Fraser, new on year, the show. New job. New year. Glad to be you here. You were in the building for five minutes, and then you got a promotion, right? Well, you obviously know talent when you see it, <laughs> or you're going to live to regret it. <laughs> well, let's find out, because this is live internet TV, and we've got uh, Jackie Porter joining us, author of this book right here. Co-author. Co-author, yeah. Right yeah, and it's a basically, what's it, a single by choice or chance? Right? That's right. Now, why'd you write this book? Uh, well, you know what? It's it's actually a funny story because, uh, you know, I'm a single woman, or I, I was a single woman for quite a while, and I'm really passionate about uh, being independent and being financially savvy. That's always been something that I speak about, speak about to my friends, mentor people, mentor my clients. I'm a financial advisor by profession, so it's always been something that's been top of mind. And then I'm on this journey with my mentor, um, and my mentor is Jill O'Donnell. She's the retirement specialist who co-wrote the book with me. And so here we are on this journey together. I'm writing about you know the financial aspects of being single, and we follow these women. And uh, through that journey, I happened to find my mate. So I feel like uh, oh. I had a plan, and then God <laughs> laughed. <laughs> yeah, that's what usually happens anyway, yeah, right? I think so. That's what life is, right? Yeah, learning. While you're making other plans. Um, so, well, that's great. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, so, now, uh, so now you have to f write a different book. Well, you know what? To me, this is the <laughs> yeah. beginning of a conversation anyway yeah. about, you know, as a woman being single, that's something as a woman we can find ourselves in that situation at any point in time. People die. People divorce. And so, you know, I'm just as passionate about being financially independent as I ever was. Mm -hmm. It's just I'm looking at it from the perspective of someone in a relationship and happily, mm -hmm. you know, in mm -hmm. a relationship. Well, because, you know, I'm, I'm just looking at the, um, the uh, subtitle of the book, right? The Smart Woman's Guide to Living Longer Better. It's not really, it doesn't really talk about finances there, right? It's more of a, like, we all want to live longer, live better and stuff like that course finances are um, a component of that or, or is that everything no no not at all and and that was one of the reasons we you know Jill and I wanted to collaborate because I felt we both felt that there was you know way too many books on the marketplace that talked about one thing or talked about the other thing so they talked about finance or they talked about lifestyle I mean there's enough books out there on finding your, your mate and there's enough books out there on all of the nuts and bolts of finance. We didn't want to be that. We, we mm -hmm. really wanted something, wanted a book that kind of addressed the whole person. Mm -hmm. And the whole person isn't just money. The whole person has got feelings. They've got all kinds of dreams. Um, they've got all kinds of things to think about in retirement that have nothing to do with money. What am I going to do after work? How am I going to spend all this time? What am I going to, where am I going to live? Yeah. How am I going to live? How am I going to create meaning in my life? So what should they do? What should people do? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, some of those questions Jill answers beautifully. She's the <clears throat> retirement specialist. Jill's written many books, including, I don't know if either of you are familiar with the Canadian Retirement Guide. Mm -hmm. That was a book mm -hmm. that, uh, that Jill did. So she has lots of answers to those questions. I, I think you kind of have to start with, 
what are you passionate about? What do you want to do? How do you want to live? Mm -hmm. um, what's important to you at this point in time in yeah. your life? And um, also people and that, like, Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, I think sometimes people, when they're younger, they don't anticipate that they may change their priorities as yeah. they get older. That's very true. So, you know, I think may, they need to be counseled somehow that uh, things are going to change, even though they probably won't believe it. Because I will, you no, know. No, and that's what I liked about your book. You gently push people along. It's so easy to take it in with your mind, but then to find lots of excuses why you can't maybe let it, maybe not quite like that. And somehow you, in the book, you just pull them along nicely and comfortably. So I think pretty soon they'll be there and not even realize that you've done it for them. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm really appreciative of you saying that, and thank you for that feedback. I'm glad that you had a chance to read the book. Um, I think, again, this is... I'm hopeful and, and you know, I plan to do more writing around the subject that this is the beginning of women talking about their choices. I don't think we've had a lot of conversations around how do we want our life to look, whether we become single by choice or chance, what are our dreams. Um, this should be the beginning of the conversation. I don't consider this the end of the conversation by any means. Well, isn't it true, Jackie, they raised us to dream for two, to be a parent. That's right. That's right. They really... I think you would have been taught egotistical to have a personal dream. But at some point when you realize you are single, you like it, and at this point, this is your life. Now it's a shock to realize you have to do the dream yourself. Mm. And we have no, no past training for it. Like I think you were probably raised that you would take care of a family and that you would be out there bringing in the money probably setting most of the goals for the family, like where they're going to live and what kind of house they're well, going to have. Well, not quite like that, Not Karen, quite but, like that? Uh, well, because my mom worked, right? Which was, I took that as normal. But even at that yeah. time, it was probably uh, more rare than it is today, right? That uh, oh, yeah. everybody's yeah. working today. And, and why has, you know, it's a different world now. We have, um, you know, the family unit is changing Different. and it's uh, the marriage rates are uh, not keeping up and yeah the family is looks a lot different than it used to 50 years ago that's very true in fact one of the fastest rising demographic are single women over 45 and there's a lot of reasons for that I mean one of the things I found doing research on the book was the average age of a single woman is 57 which seemed crazy to me because even, you know, as a financial planner and you look at all the ads of retirement, you see these couples looking out into the ocean and, mm -hmm. you know, all of those things. What happens at 57 if you're all of a sudden on your own? How do you even, you know, cope psychologically and, and otherwise if you're not thinking, what if, if the, anything's possible, right? And, and, you know, and it could happen. Even at that age, you can become single if you haven't been already. And maybe you haven't even thought about planning, financially or otherwise, that's, right? That's right. It's a mind shift. I mean, I think, uh, is it, uh, I think we have to somehow come away with the idea that there's always going to be hope, no matter what age you're starting, to think seriously about your financial and uh, other well-being, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's, that's exactly why, you know, what the, the, the comment you made before that, Women have always thought to plan for two. We were always thinking about other people, our spouses, mm -hmm. our children. 
if all of a sudden we happen to find ourselves single, especially by chance, how do we turn our minds to thinking about ourselves and mm -hmm. making sure we're okay? Mm -hmm. Because that's the only thing at the end of the day we can control. Yeah. And maybe another statistic that fits with it nicely, the average new entrepreneur now is late 40s to the age of 65 to start the business. Well, I really think that's where we're heading as an economy is yeah. uh, an economy Fine. of entrepreneurs. Yay. Right? Yes. Well, yay. These are my people. It sounds good in theory. <laughs> <laughs> but in practice, but? it can, uh, you know, there's nothing like a weekly paycheck that you can rely on. From who? Well, that from you anybody. can rely on. How about from anybody? You're a wild Karen? man. <laughs> I, I, I think, I think you're, you hit the nail on the head. Times are changing. I mean, there's no such thing as the job that gives you the golden handcuffs in the end. There's, there's no way to guarantee that anymore. Yeah. And so again, it's what you can control. So if you can control your time and your work and how you want to work and hopefully find meaningful work, that, yeah. you know, that's another direction to go in. Sure. Okay, I have to ask you one question yeah. here, and that is, uh, what's the difference between a sandwich and a hamburger? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, you know, basically, I'm, I'm glad you asked. I guess you had a chance to go through the yeah. the chapter. You you read the book, Karen. <laughs> what, what, mm -hmm. what, what could you tell us? Because you've, you've kind of done both of those things yourself. Well, a sandwich is being stuck between two generations, and now, see, I call it lasagna. You call it hamburger. <laughs> hamburger, that's right. Now we're stuck between so many generations. A common thing that I hear from clients, they got a divorce. Their ex-in-laws, who they've known for 30 years, are now in financial or health difficulties. Mm -hmm. And their former husband isn't helping them at all. Mm -hmm. So they've called her. Mm -hmm. What are her obligations mm -hmm. to help these people who are legally no longer her family, but she's known them for 30 They usually end up doing the grocery shopping, helping the couple. Like, and then you've got your kids, your new husband's kids, and yeah, it's a lot of condiments on a very large hamburger. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, now, can you explain, do you remember the hamburger? Go for it, hamburger by Jackie. <laughs> well, you're caught between one generation is, is really, is really the, the hamburger. So a single woman looking after a parent and navigating that while trying to take care of themselves, it's an incredibly oh. stressful uh, scenarios to, to find yourself in and if you don't have any you know family members siblings to help you you know it's all together all the more stressful I often find when I talk to friends if you're the single woman and you didn't have children people just assume yes you're gonna be the one to take care of mom and dad mm -hmm. you get nothing else mm -hmm. to do mm -hmm. that's right yes. mm -hmm. never mind taking oh. care of yourself and the economic part of it is you know, you've got a lot more to worry about when it's just you because you've only got your one income. Yeah. The what if is a lot scarier when it's just you. Yeah. So um, what would you tell um, people maybe watching this, single women, maybe, and they're maybe newly single or maybe they're uh, not as young as they used to be and uh, they're really uh, a little bit uh, concerned, frightened, um, shell-shocked or whatever, gobsmacked. Mm. I think that's the first time I've ever used that word. But I'm it's impressed. perfect. I'm impressed. <laughs> it's perfect. Um, what What would you tell them? I mean, I think you know what I would tell the tell them the same thing I would tell anyone, which is embrace whatever situation you find yourself in, because life isn't always fair, yeah. right? Um, but 
find things about your life that you love um, and then do some soul searching about what you've might have been your dreams that you never really thought about. Mm -hmm. Obviously, the people who suffer most, um, the book is called Single by Choice or Chance, are the people who find themselves single by chance because they never thought about what their life would be like without a spouse, whether that spouse passed away or, or divorced them. And so it's time, and it, it's time to be selfish, mm -hmm. and it's okay. And women need to hear this. Mm -hmm. um, so I'll say it again, it's actually okay to be selfish mm -hmm. and think about yourself and what's good for you, mm -hmm. what, what's the best situation for you, looking out for your best interests. It's okay to do that. Well, you look after number one, because if you don't, you're not going to be in a position to help anybody else. Well, right? and that's, that's an excellent point, because we often take care of everyone. Yeah. And if our house isn't in order, then, you know, how can we take care of anyone truthfully? I guess, uh, you know, I hate to be, be super general about things, like women are one way, guys are another way, but uh, uh, I think women do have this, um, this nurturing uh, instinct in general more than men do right so do you think um, it's natural or a lot of experience well I don't know I think yeah, women and men are different and women have a certain biological uh, uh, makeup that that could be an entire show in some <laughs> ways is different from guys I mean I don't want to be general because there are you know you know there's always exceptions to every rule and everyone's unique but uh, but in general it is the um, some female in the family not necessarily the daughter who does take care of the aging members of the family yeah that's generally true yeah yeah, yeah we'll, we'll take care of the aging members of the family we will often put our career on hold to take care of the kids mm. which might mean we have less income less yeah. CPP mm -hmm. to rely on down the road because you know we'll often be the ones that put other people's interests before own nothing wrong with that but it has to be discussed and fully explored so that you can look at well what if you know what if something does happen where will that leave me so who really is the audience i mean we you know who are the, who's the audience for this book let's get into all the demographics okay. is it young is it old is it women is it men like would men benefit you know, from you know it? what i actually had uh, um, Somebody by the name of Mark Benning, he runs a blog called The Change Rangers, and I don't know if you're familiar with The Change Rangers. Mm -hmm. He actually has a comment in the back of the book saying it's good for men as well, which I thought was uh, was wonderful uh, because a lot of the res it's a resource book. It's meant to be a really easy read, and uh, and so he felt strongly that the tips that were given out in the book, the themes of the book, could apply to men and women. Initially, when we, we wrote the book, we thought this would be a really great book for women over 45 who do find themselves single. But I've also heard clients tell me, you know what, I want my daughter to read this. Absolutely. I want her to start thinking about these things um, long before she needs to. Mm -hmm. I wish I had started thinking about these things a lot sooner. Um, so we're, we're realizing that the, the audience is a lot larger than we thought. Uh, another um, demographic, we thought single women, but a lot of married women said to me, this is a book I want to know. Mm -hmm. I want to know what's going to happen because ultimately I'm taking care of my mom now who's in her 80s and when I look around and I visit her at a nursing home I don't see a lot of men there um, so I kind of want to know what my options are in the event I find my single, myself single at some point in yeah, the future. Yeah, it's almost like insurance, right? Because you never know, <laughs> right? I never thought of it that way, but yeah. <laughs> funny, my parents were of a generation coming out of the Depression where they're terrified about money. 
thought yeah. about money, talked about money, worried about money. And as executor for both of them, when they passed, I realized that neither one of them knew very much about taking care of money, which made them worry even more. Mm. If they had just had Jackie's book, it's a skill. It's it's common sense. It is a skill. You know, you put a good team of advisors together, like Jackie, to help you get where you want to go. It can be done. And I think of all the angst they had about money, and yet they knew almost nothing. A small example, my mother had Canada savings bonds. Oh dear, but she did. Mm -hmm. She needed a new car. Mm -hmm. So instead of taking the bonds that were matured, where you cannot earn another penny, mm -hmm. she took the bonds that were still earning the interest and cashed those in mm. to buy the car. Oh dear. And I couldn't exp Yeah. No, it just didn't. Right. I just know. didn't penetrate. She cost herself money. Yeah. It's, it's the whole issue of financial literacy, right? Yes. And they don't teach us in school. No, they don't. And they don't. No. I mean, I think this is uh, probably one of the reasons why the, you guys wrote the book is because there's a need for this kind yeah. of information. There right? is. And, and you know what? We really didn't want it to be, uh, and my goal when I talked in about the financial parts of the book, is I didn't want it to be intimidating because yeah. um, people are very intimidated in my, in my job as a financial planner and I do financial literacy work in the schools as well. You really want to make things as simple and clear as possible. Yeah. Because if people don't feel like you're speaking the same language as them, then there's not any accessibility, and then there's no op opportunity for real connection and, and for learning to happen. So, right. you know, one of the goals of the book, and, and hopefully we achieve that, and love your feedback, is to make it really simple to read, have it so that there's lots of white space, that there's lots of facts and figures, and that people were able to pick it up at any any page of the book. They could pick up and, and get some financial tip or get some tip. I'm looking for the white space. Uh, are you seeing any white I'm space? I'm seeing a lot of white space. Well, <laughs> yeah. not that much. Bigger print. Bigger print. Just enough to make the other stuff stand out That's so it. that it's easy to... To, to take get it in. into the brain. To take yeah. it in. Because we, we didn't want it to be a dry financial book that somebody's going to pick up and know one day they'll read it, but not today. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So we're going to tell people where they can get the book, but um, is there are you doing any uh, signings or events or do you uh, do seminars or anything yeah, like that? Yeah, we're just in the process of booking seminars for the book. Um, I was asked, actually, I, I had told Karen, I was asked recently by both CTV and the, the social and also um, uh, CP24 if we'd be willing to do an interview. So stay tuned for those. Uh, and we're actually actively looking to do more talks on the book. So if people are interested in um, having us come out and talk about how, because we do a workshop on the book and how people can take information from the book now and, and make it work for them in their own lives. So if people are interested, we're you know very happy to sit to can, do a talk on that. Didn't you mention you have one for newcomer women coming up for Women's Day? Yes, we, we plan on doing a, a, a newcomer um, talk as well for women uh, on Women's Day. We just haven't worked out the details, but please stay tuned. What do you mean, like new Canadians? New yes. Canadian women, yes. Yeah, because it's, you know, coming to Canada, it's now a different situation that they're in, so they kind of need that. That's <coughs> the it. Canadian-specific information to, to help and them And for out. some cultures, they've discovered something. Women here have money and have a good time with it. Yeah. And this is new. And they want to be part of it. That sounds like a uh, whole other show, too. It, it's radical. <laughs> Women actually having money, having fun. Yes. 
That's the way to go. Where, where will it all end? <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully nowhere, no time soon. No end, no time soon. Uh, next thing you know, they'll be getting a vote. <laughs> oh. Uh-oh. Hugh. What? <laughs> no, Uh-oh. Just kidding. Um, okay, well, that's great. Now, where can people get the book? So right now the book is available in chapters on Amazon. We actually were really excited because uh, around Christmas time we found out, I found out from a client that the book was on back order on Amazon. So we were really excited. We don't know if that means we'll get a check in January for 200 bucks or $2,000 or, well, or whatever. But we were pretty good. quite happy. But it, it is back on, back on order now so people can pick up the book again. And it's also, so Chapters Indigo and, and Amazon is where you can find it. Is that online or in the stores? Or in the stores as well. As well. And this is what it looks like, people. Well. So uh, just look for those uh, three bluish eggs in the bird's nest. And that's the book you're looking for. Is it for. all the nest? Yeah. With so, the eggs? Exactly. Not having your eggs in one basket, but we do here. <laughs> exactly. Now, also, I mean, um, your work as a financial uh, planner that's is, right. uh, you know, uh, complimentary to the information in the book. So where can people get in touch with you if they want to, uh, maybe they just want to get in touch and ask get some Jackie. financial planning done? That's right. Well, they can they can email me at askjackie at C-A-R-T-E-W-M.com. That's askjackie at cartwm.com, which stands for wealth management. Um, they can check out my website. I always encourage people. I, I try to put recent information, uh, blogs, uh, newsletters. Askjackie.com, right? Askjackie.com. See, that's a fantastic website you've got Thank there. you got yeah, Thank you. Thank you very much. Good. Okay. All right. Great to meet you. Thanks so much, Hugh. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for... <laughs> All right. Happy New Year, everyone. Yeah. Thank you. So we're going to take a little break here on the show, and then we're going to kind of switch it up here. Yeah. And we're going to talk about the future, and being the beginning of 2017, it's probably a good idea. Another topic people like to run away from. Well, let's not do it now. Well, no, take not now. Resolutions. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we'll be right back here on that channel. With 25% off all new and up to 70% off previously leased furnishings, do you really need a better reason to party? We don't think so. Come visit our new Court Furniture Clearance Center with more than 9,000 square feet of new and previously leased furniture and decor for your home and office. Sofas from $199.99, bedroom sets from $399.99, dining sets from $299.99, and more. Free food, prizes, and fun all weekend long at our Chantilly Court Furniture Clearance Center at 13946 Lee Jackson Memorial Highway or go online at courtclearancefurniture.com. 